The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at gametime.co and use promo code CFBX for $20 off. GameTime.co, promo code CFBX. Cameron Decker is the greatest player in the NFL. Cameron fucking Decker, big kick deck, baby. Let's fucking go. Alright, everybody. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host here. We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, neither of you are Cameron Decker, but how the hell are we doing tonight, boys? I'm doing a hell of a lot better. I thought I was gonna be doing uh Going back to the after the first period of the Flyers game, they were down five one. I was like, you know what, this is just you know, back to back losses into holiday break. Everyone's gonna be like, oh, they're not for real, whatever. And you know what, they they battled back against the Red Wings, uh, forced overtime, lost in a shootout. Um, so the first shootout loss of the season. But you know what, uh, these Red Wings, they're very susceptible to comebacks. Now they lost to the uh, to Sharks after being up four nothing. They they allowed five unanswered to the Flyers here. So you know, just uh, happy to get a point. Here. Did Philly win? No, the Flyers. No, the Flyers lost. I got a point. Went to the shootout. So, I mean, should have just been a tie anyway. But I'm doing good here. I got got the holidays ahead of us. Got some time off. So, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, having a good time. I'm also having a good time. Got the next two and a half weeks off. Christmas around the corner here. And always a good time to, to, to you know, take a little time to yourself and, uh, and be with your family. That's what it's all about, right? So, uh, yeah, I'm in a good mood. Excited for all that good stuff. Uh, uh, Christmas cheer and all that. Um, so I, I broke I broke out the uh, the Glen Livet. Very good stuff. Uh, this is the Caribbean Caribbean version, which is uh, it's aged in uh, rum barrels, so it's it's mm. nice and tropical and a little bit of sweetness mm. to it. So it, like it's that. very good. You like that uh, wood? Hey, you like that little wood in your mouth? Is that what you're saying? A little wood flavor? You know what I mean? Uh, no, all no. all all whiskeys barreled in, in wood. I'm pretty sure. I mean, uh, there's. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that the, maybe Alberta Alberta Premium is is made in like some uh, some shitty iron cask or probably just in like a tin barrel, like you get yeah. like dye based aster in or some shit like that. Just fucking Alberta Premium, baby. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. salut, salut, my friend. I'm doing good. We're tuned up, boys. It's an ugly one tonight, but we, what do they say? Best ability is availability, baby. And as long as you show up. It's like radio college all over again. As long as you show up, you get a passing grade. So we're fucking here. What are we at? Joel's drinking scotch. I'm drinking. What am I drinking? Bread and butter, white wine. I got beer here Chardonnay. too. Yeah, we got a little mixer going on. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Animal mode, baby. Gilbert, what are you drinking over there? You That's a good card, by the way. Currently got a uh, got a Yingling yeah. lager here, and then I have a, a Yingling. Uh, Yingling, that's a Pennsylvania beer. It's very good. It, it's as cheap as like it sounds Chinese. Beers. You fucking racist piece of shit. I'm aware. 
I'm aware it doesn't. It's it's spelled. It's not spelled like how you how you would pronounce it. But I have that, and then of course the uh, old standby PBR in, in the fridge behind me. All right, that's good to hear. I'm doing good, guys. You might notice. Hey, why are you wearing a Los Angeles Chargers jersey? You know, last episode we had the talk. It's like, hey, I support my team, even though they just got their shit kicked. Well, the Chargers, no, lose every fucking game. But there's one guy we do support. Big old fucking number eleven. Cameron Dicker the kicker. Let's get Dicker the kicker in the Pro Bowl here. Buddy missed like fuck. Buddy missed like. (laughs) Buddy missed like one kick all season long. He's missed like two kicks in his past two years for the Chargers. He's like 37 and 39. This guy's a fucking stud, baby. Cameron Dicker for the Pro Bowl. Let's go. If you're not already fucking tweeting it into the NFL, let's get a go and let's get this motherfucker in. This team has nothing else. Our kicker's fucking sweet, though. And I'm a proud owner of a Cameron Dicker, the kicker fucking jersey. Let's go. All right. Uh, everybody, let's keep rocking and rolling here. Uh, what do we got going on? We got uh, go to the SGPN website. That's the place to be. Uh, what's Dick? What's Dilly saying? Dicker could have kicked those balls that were two PSI. Low. Fucking right, he could have, dude. Like, this guy's a stud. Um, all right, every go to the SGPM website. That's the place to be tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. We got hockey. We got fucking 14 games slate we got to get through. This might get a little bit ugly. This is going to be sick. It's the last game before the Christmas shutdown, so we're very excited for that. Uh, we got some NFL going on tomorrow as well as Sunday and Monday. Um, what else is going on here? We got fucking college football playoffs coming up. That's going to be fucking absolutely electric. Uh, baseball. Ryan, anything new to develop in the baseball world? What's up with that? I mean, I know no one cares, but uh, Yamamoto signed with the Dodgers. Dodgers putting together a super team so they can choke in the playoffs again. All right. Do you, do you think that like they'll win or no? No, they're, I don't think they're so. They're down to four to one, so everyone's betting them. I saw a boost on one of my things that like Otani hits over 49 and a half home runs, and it's like plus uh, a thousand. Was, was that, that on worth the, it? That may have been on the score because I, I saw a similar, similar thing yeah. on ESPN bet. Uh, I, I don't think so, no. No? No crazy talk. Even I throw down like like thirty bucks, well, fifty bucks, hundred bucks. I haven't actually looked at what the odds are, but I I boost boosts are typically bad, especially this far out. Like you have to wait until almost a calendar yeah. year, pretty much. Are, that's a good conversation. Are boost bad news bears? Because I feel like you can find better odds just like looking at like specialty lines and shit like that. No. We, uh, yeah, I sometimes. keep waiting for talent to pull the rug under Ryan like he's fooling. I'm not. No. He's been losing too much white wine for that. Uh, no. It, I mean, some of them are good. You know, every so often I, I compare the odds on, on the boosts. People And people do this. Like people do it. They tweet about it. They compare the odds on the boost to like other books where you can find it. And they tell you if it's a good boost or not. And, you know, some boosts are good. A lot of people are like, oh, that's the jinx. They're all boosting into jinx. And sometimes it is. Like sometimes it's a bad boost, but sometimes there's there's good boosts too. Dilly saying it was minus 140 for Otani to hit 50 home. That's nuts. Why would it be plus a thousand? D- Dilly him? took a shot for every goal in the Flyers game, and <laughs> there were 13. He's goals. as drunk as talent. Oh, so, oh so I didn't know that. Dilly, are you fucked up right now? Let's go, baby. Fucking right. All right, that's cool. Anyways, tons of stuff in the world of sports. That's awesome to hear. You can find all of that on the SGPN website. Should you go check it out, baby? Tons of stuff going on there. Uh, listen to the other shows. My boy Jeff Fox, he was messaging me a little bit say that guy's a fucking beauty. Love that guy to death. Uh, so listen to the MMA Gambling Podcast. Uh, and uh, check out the fantasy <laughs> hockey articles. The rides bagging out weekly there. Absolutely love it. Love Dilly. So fucked up. 
I don't know how you put that in there, but I absolutely love that you did. That's awesome. So yeah, be sure to check out Ryan's uh, fantasy hockey articles. He's pumping out weekly. Those are going to be absolutely electric as well. World Juniors, listen to our last show. Not a lot of shows we do can stand the test of time. This is one that can stand the test of time until the World Junior starts. So be sure to fucking check that <laughs> three out. Three days. <laughs> yeah, like three, yeah, three yeah. days is the test of time. 72 hours, baby. Here's the thing. No, no one else is doing in-depth World Juniors content like us, like, like we did. Talon with Talon, a great insight. Joel, Joel he did an awesome job. Joel did a great job. I, I, yeah. I, I said some words as well. So make sure you check Ryan, out. you were good. It, so make sure you check out that. I mean, it's two hours long. The first you know, not half, not quite half, but it was discussing Friday's games and yeah. second, second half of it. Most of it is is good until um, it's yeah until the tournament starts. Make sure you check exactly, that out. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we had the uh, Germany Slovakia preseason game on, and then we went out for a minute and we came back. And my cat, I was streaming off like a Russian website, and my cat came back and like jumped on the laptop. It must have been because when we came back inside, there's just full on like russian porn on my laptop some chick oh, was just okay. getting railed yeah girlfriend's like what the fuck are you watching i was like i look i turned the laptop and you see, i was like oh, what's going on here it's absolutely crazy but i'm like i'm just trying to watch hockey <laughs> anyways that was absolutely hilarious um all right. Anyways, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not making money. Not a lot of Russian tits or dicks in the Discord. So you're in the clear on that one. If you want to get in the Discord, uh, you're not making money if you're not in there. So if you want to get in there, reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We should have pointed you in the right direction. Uh, or you can reach out to the HTP Twitter account, social media assistant producer. We'll fucking get you going in there. Uh, or what you can do is just become a fucking the russian porn star there and if you're a russian porn star just looking at people getting fucking plowed chances are that big old stallion just laying that fucking pipe in that little old russian hole that's our boy joel meyer you'll look at him and he may not speak russian but he looks a little bit like it right so he'll be just fucking giving her and in between scenes you don't want to bust him when he's busy you know he's got his mind on other things but you can be like in between scenes when he's getting all fluffed up down there and she'd be like hey jolly might tell me how to get in the Discord. Who will be like, hey, man, I got a lot of other stuff going on right now. Like, But, I mean, yeah, I guess I can help you out. This is how you do it. But uh, let's keep this quick. I got to I gotta get back in the groove of things, you know, for the motherland. So uh, that's cool. That's how you get into the Discord. My great-grandfather was actually uh, Ukrainian, okay. so I'm not 100% I thought you were going to say a porn star. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, it's in the in the picture books. <laughs> <laughs> Polaroid. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 right here. Make sure you are subscribed to the Hacking Game Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. If you listen to the podcast, check us out on YouTube sometimes. Subscribe on YouTube. Search for the Hacking Game Podcast there. Um, we got another comment on, on last night's video from uh, Doug Reed, the, the guy who said that Joel looked like a guy with bearding, bearding glasses. He said, part two from yesterday. Actually, I thought Ryan as a suit and tie guy and Talon <laughs> is Talon. Breaks me up all the time and a leaf fan to boot. So he has to be a good LOL. And Joel, no beard and glasses, but your picks are fantastic. My picks. You should see With a K. Your picks with a K. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I see. <laughs> We're going to the images. And I wasn't thinking about betting. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's what I said. You should I mean, see his uh, videos. I, I, you think his I, picks I, are good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I don't know what you're sending this guy, but it, it was a picks with a, with a K there. So, so make sure you uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. Leave it us a comment, and, and, and we'll read them here uh, on the show. 
Good genes, baby. Good genes. That's all that matters here. Master race. Let's go. Uh, all right. Moving down to our lockdowns and totals from last show. Our boy Joel Meyer fucking killed it. You two both killed it. Joel went 3 0 up 3.54 units. Ryan went 2 1 or up 0.82 units. I fucking hate being alive, dude. I, this is bullshit. I loved every pick I made yesterday. I went 0 fucking 3. I stand. By my decision making, I said at the time I ought to change my lock to Arizona, but I didn't. Dick slap in the face. But anyways, Jolie, let's go here. Yeah, I said yesterday that it was tracking to be my best uh, night of the season, and it translated to uh, my picks here, which is always very good for the listener. If if you uh, dare to tail us, um, first one was uh, the, the Lightning money line for the lock minus one fifteen at home against the Knights. This was a wild, crazy ass game. Uh, Knights were leading two nothing. Lightning stormed back, uh, made it four to two, and then, then the Knights came back in the third period as they tend to do. And then Lightning got another power play goal. I think it was they had two in the game anyway. So wild game. Also had the over. Loved that bet even more. Uh, yeah, Lightning money line got the got the job done. The Knights almost tied it to like six seconds left. Uh, dog, it's Oilers team total over three and a half. Little pussy dog. Uh, even money here. Uh, two early goals, so it was looking good, but then they didn't score all the way um, until the third uh, when it was a 3-2 Devils. But quick, three quick goals by the Oilers uh, made, made that easy in the end. And then the, this one was not easy. Uh, one goal in the first period between the Predators and Flyers had the over five and a half, uh, and uh, it was looking pretty bleak then. But then three goals like to start the second period. Ryan Ryan was at this game, so he can tell us uh, more about it. But uh, So I figured I was pretty good, especially when the Flyers had a five-on-three and uh, the Preds had, a, including a, a five-minute major, so I was figuring they'd at least get one goal out of that and be well set up with 3-2 going to the third, but uh, nothing, nothing at all until the, the Preds scored, what, was it five minutes left or something? Three minutes left? And, yeah, l- less than five minutes, yeah. Yeah, and then they scored with like a few seconds left in an empty net, so uh, it could come lucky, but I think it'd be unlucky if, if that bet did, did not win after the, the 2-2 score early on in the second. Yeah, I mean, the, the Flyers' power play is just absolutely awful. Second worst in the league, 10.8%. Only the Blues are worse at 9.9. If they were league average, if they were, you know, league average is what? Probably like 20% is the Kraken or, or, or 15th worst. If they were 20%, they'd be, you know, they could potentially be uh, threatening the, the Rangers even more than they are for the top of the Metro there. But power play is awful. They did get one power play goal, but they couldn't get anything on the five on three or the five minute major, as Joel said there. Um, but for my for my picks there, my, my two and one has, as Talon said, uh, my lock was the Avalanche minus one eighty against the Senators. I think they had to come back in that one, but McKinnon had a five point night, four goals. Uh, my dog were the Canadians plus one eighty at Minnesota, forced overtime for four three loss there. Uh, so you know, not a horrible bet. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll stand by that one. Then my total, uh, the Sabers Leafs over six and a half minus one forty two. It was juiced a bit. Probably should have just taken the over over seven because there were twelve goals in that one. So uh, back to uh, back to my winning ways there with uh, plus zero point eight two units. Fucking five goals out of the first period in that game for Christ's sakes. Um, myself a bleak, 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 bleak. Zero and three, miserable, shambles, miserable. Love my picks, misery, uh, misery business. Uh, lock. Toronto Maple Leafs, Money Livers, Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> <laughs> Bad goal. Tough game here. They lost 9-3. Absolutely ugly game for the Leafs here. You worried about it? I'm not. People are. Fuck them. Big loss here. Minus 162. My dog. 
What the fuck is up with this? Florida versus St. Louis on the puck line plus 144. Like, we get it. We get fucked on puck lines. We were talking about this last show. Like, this was a or two shows ago. This is a good bet. Like, St. Louis, every time that they've lost, they've lost by like fucking more than two goals here. Florida's been fucking sick. They won like eight of their past 10 uh, by two goals more coming into this game. They just get absolutely their tits slit by St. Louis. Like, what the fuck? I feel like the NHL is out to get me. Gary Bettman heard me talking shit. This motherfucker's just rigging games against me here. That's my uh, that's my that's my philosophy. Uh, total Montreal Minnesota under six minus one hundred five. I think it was two one going into the third period. Three goals scored in the fucking third period in Montreal Minnesota. Who the fuck saw that one happening? And worst of all, fucking I think I was on Montreal on that side. I ended up losing for Christ's sake. So um, just insult to injury. Gary Batman is just rigging me, dude. I'm convinced that Gary Batman listens to this show. And that the NHL is just 100% rigged. And he's just like, we're just going to fuck this kid up a little bit because he keeps calling me a fat pig every time he beats me up, which he is. Gary Batman is a fat pig. But I am, uh, I'm going the full blown conspiracy route here. Gary Batman is out to get me directly. And that's why these picks missed. Uh, and they're, they're, you, you can do nothing to convince me otherwise. So, yeah, fuck that guy, man. Speaking of bad beats on unders, the uh, the Bruins Jets, the Jets just scored their fifth goal with 19 seconds left to push it to 5 1 to push that game over after it was uh, Fuck! Three nothing I why do you tell me that? <laughs> I, uh, you had to find out sometime. My only bet of the day. Well, I deserved a bit of bad luck after all the good luck yesterday. At least I got the Jets money line, but still, that sucks, bro. Gilbert. I'm a little down right now, bro. Why you got to bring that up? What the fuck? I mean, there's nowhere to go but up from here now, right? Is there? We're having a great slate on Saturday. Oh, well, 14 games. We'll see. All right. We're getting into ads here. We are very happy <laughs> to be sponsored sponsored by Underdog Fantasy, baby. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, baby. NFL. NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats. Bada bing, bada boom, bada baby. You can fucking cash on in like that. Uh, my favorite underdog pick for tomorrow would have to be Cameron Dicker over 20 and a half points scored. Uh, it's it's an underdog, but chances are you can fucking make it happen. This kid's an absolute fucking stud. Let's go on the kicking end. He's going to kick a 70-yard field. No, I'd switch it. Not under or over 20 yards or whatever. It's going to be an over 70-yard field goal. That's how fucking awesome this guy is. Uh, anyway, so watch along. Make your picks and maybe make a little cash on Underdog's mobile app or website at underdogfantasy.com. That is underdogfantasy.com. Uh, when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, that is the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Bada bing. Look at that. Put down 100, use promo code SGPN, you get another 100. That's Underdog Fantasy, uh, promo code SGPN. Again, you can find that at underdogfantasy.com. Uh, SGPN. There's your ad read, boys. Let's go here. Um, all right, gentlemen, we got 14 games set for uh, Saturday, December 23rd here. Are we ready to fucking rock? and roll here or what oh ho 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 yeah oh is that a little christmas guy there like a little christmasy a little christmasy a little christmasy okay uh first game on the docket here uh we got the it says it's at the 2 p.m start the app i'm looking at right now says this game isn't at three so i don't fucking know what time this game's at be ready for two 
could be at three. We got the Dallas Stars against the Nashville Predators here. Game itself is in Smashville, baby. Dallas Stars with the money line at minus 135. Nashville on the money line at plus 114. Over under sitting at six. Over at minus 130. The under plus 110 here. Uh, do, 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 do. I guess I'm going to kick us off here in this game. I'm on, uh, even though we got no fucking, what's his name? Jake Ottinger in net here. I'm still pretty high on this Dallas team, Matt. Oh, I'm fucking dying, boys. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm sleeping on the Nashville Predators. Fuck Nashville. They can they can go to hell here. Um, Dallas, I think, has more offensive upside. Nashville has been playing well. Nashville's been exceptional at home. They are 11-7-0 at home this year. Dallas, traditionally, this year, I say traditionally this year. It doesn't even make sense. This year, they're an unreal road team. They're 9-3-3. Three, and three. Obviously, it sucks to not having Ottinger in here. But Wentzford has decent numbers. We carved him the other night. Uh, he's still okay. This Dallas team scores a lot of fucking goals, man. They're fourth in the league, averaging 3.52 goals for per game. They generate a shitload of shots on net. Um, the shooting percentage right now is second in the league at 11.8%. Uh, to keep that in mind, the average like star player shoots at like 8%. So this team as well, they're, they're scoring goals on a pace that maybe they shouldn't be, especially when you kind of look at the talent on this team, but they're finding a way to get wins. So I'm going to be all over the stars, minus 135. I absolutely love that over-under in this game. Um, Saros is expected to play. Saros is fucking sick. Wedgewood, a little bit of questions. I hate this at six. If this was six and a half, maybe I'd have a little bit of a better lean. Gun to my head, I would lean a little bit towards the under here, but uh, I don't know. Nashville, apparently, I was wrong last show when I said, Oh, they play, you know, solid defense. Apparently, they fucking don't. Uh, but yeah, I'm still gonna lean towards the under six of plus 110 here and then give me the stars, baby. Let's go. I'm going to go the other way here. Like the Preds uh, as home underdogs plus 114. I did, did just watch them beat my Flyers. Maybe there's some bias there, but that was their, uh, you know, got back on track after a loss against Vancouver. Uh, they now won five of their past six, eight of their past 10. You know, the Stars have been playing good. They won back to back, won four of their past five, but their last three games all went to overtime, including against the Blues and Kraken, who aren't necessarily good teams. I don't trust Scott Wedgwood. Um, and I think UC Saros, you know, he had that one bad game against Vancouver, but Vancouver's proven to be for real with their high shooting percentage. So I think he uh, bounces back here at home going into the break. So I'll take the Preds here at home plus 114 and a slight lean to the under six just because it's at plus 110. I think, you know, getting that, I think if I play that, I would also sprinkle the 3-3 regulation correct score because I could see this uh, being an overtime game. You know why they call Nashville Nash Vegas? Because it's like Vegas. They don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they do. <That's> <laughs> yeah, they do. I've heard that before. Okay. okay. Maybe it's not a thing. I don't know. I've heard it. But uh, anyway, the, the reason why they call it that, or at least uh, a few people in the world call it that, is because uh, Nashville is, is, is kind of like Vegas, you know, it's a place for partying. There, you got, you got that, that, that strip there. I can't remember the name of the name of the street and where all the, the bachelorette parties happened. Apparently that's, that's also a thing there. Um, but yeah, it's a place for people to go to party and it's an early start here at the matinee game. Uh, fuck off, Dilly. <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. Be nice. <laughs> Nice. And also, you know, they're not they're not gonna have time to party after the game because they're gonna go home. They want to go home for their family. So Friday night was the party night, and then an early game, they'll be hungover as fuck. So Nashville's gonna take them off guard, kill their drunk asses. Um, they'll they'll all be acting like like talent is tonight on the ice there to the stars. That is, um, yeah, predators are, are, are gonna kill them. I also like the over. <laughs> the stars are uh, 
not good defensively, and their goaltending is even worse, but they, they can still put the puck in the net. And Nashville, you know, we, we talk all about it all the time. Well, Broad Street, thanks, Dilly. It's Broadway. It's Broadway. It's not Broad Street. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's bullshitting. He lived there for two years. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, Nashville on the over. Uh, okay. I got a problem right now. What do you guys have with the score of the Montreal-Chicago game right now? I think it was 4-2 four four two. Montreal that I saw. Then what is this? Why? Yeah. Like, th- Look at this. They cashed me out as a loser, and I got the under six and a half. What are we oh, doing? They'll give it back to you. Don't worry. If they, it yeah, they better. They, they fucking better. Or else I'm going to have will. to go down to that fucking bit. The score's headquarters is right across from my workout. Oh, this is 5-2. Oh, Dilly's saying 5-2. Maybe, maybe we missed a goal. Dilly's been maybe. wrong about every fucking thing. Oh, yeah, I, we, I don't yeah. trust him. But it's Dilly versus Talon. Like, who do we trust more tonight? I don't know. <laughs> Oh. I'm trusting uh, the, the 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 side I'm looking at, which says four two. What do you what app do you use? Anyway, carry on, talent. Yeah, I'm worried. We'll, we'll worried. be up here till uh, two a.m. Eastern time. All right, uh, we're moving down. We got a Vegas Golden Knights against the Florida Panthers here. Gave itself was in Florida. Uh, gave it or yeah, Vegas on the money line is plus one hundred two. Florida on the money line minus one twenty two. Over is a six and a half. Over at minus one fifty. In the under minus 105 here. Um, there's only one question I have in this game, and that question is Is that fucking asshole Logan Thompson in the net for the Vegas Golden Knights? And if Logan Thompson is in the net, I'm taking the Florida Panthers at minus 122 here at home. This team is actually fucking sick at home as well. Here, uh, what's their home record this year? They're 9 5 and 0. That's absolutely electric. Both teams on a two-game losing streak coming into this game. But you know what? Fuck it. Logan Thompson, you were dead to me. So I'm all over Florida in this game, over, under in this game. I'm um, towards the over here. Vegas has been letting in a lot of goals lately. Um, Brian talked about it that a couple of shows ago, that missing Shea Theodore piece. Like, Shea Theodore is a fucking stud, bro. Like, this is arguably a number one defenseman on any team that he plays for from a defensive shutdown point of view, has good offensive capabilities as well, and they are definitely missing him. Don't get me wrong. This blue line on Vegas is still absolutely sick here. Um, But Florida, man, they're a good goddamn team. They're very opportunistic. I've been saying it forever. I will always say it when I talk about Florida is how good they are putting the puck in the back of the net when they get the chance to do so. Uh, They burn teams on little turnovers, man. They make you pay for it, and especially at home here. Give me the Panthers over under this game. I'm leaning a little bit towards the over at 6.5 minus 115. Yeah, you buried the lead here. It's the uh, Stanley Cup final rematch, which, I mean, does not matter for the Golden Knights because they won it, but you got a narrative play here of the Panthers wanting to get some kind of revenge here, especially on home ice. Uh, Vegas is not great on the road, 9-5-3. and three. Uh, Florida's 9-5-0 and oh at home. They did lose their last home game after coming back home from that long road trip to the Blues, so they've been focusing on this game for a while. They definitely had this game circled going into the holiday break, so I think they're going to come out hot in that one here. Um, Aiden Hill's out. Logan Thompson is definitely questionable for Saturday. It'd be, it'd be, it's, I would be surprised if he played there. So it's going to be either Patera or um, another guy they called up. But either way, I think Florida has a, has a distinct advantage here in net. You know, home ice advantage, and just they, they have more. They, they have the, that revenge factor. The the Golden Knights don't necessarily care as much because they they won the Stanley Cup. They got the last laugh there. So love the Panthers here minus one twenty two. Might even look at a puck line play at plus one ninety. Vegas has been allowing a lot of goals recently. Lost 5-2 to Buffalo, 6-3 to Carolina. And Florida's last uh, three wins were all by at least two goals. 5-1, 5-2, and 3-1. So I uh, love the Panthers here at home and a sprinkle on the puck line as well, plus 190. 
I like the Panthers as well. They're playing well lately. They're just not finishing their chances. We're a much better team than the Blues in the last one, even though they lost a four to one. I think um, Joel Hofer was was very good in that one. But yeah, that stuff will turn around. Panthers more desperate team here. They, they'll they'll get the W um, against a shitty Blues team who are bad in the road, bad in general. So yeah, give me the Panthers and uh, yeah, Panthers in the under. That that's an easy bet. I mean, six and a half. Now I mean. Then again, the Knights do give up like three, four, five goals every fucking game because their goaltending sucks, and they are indeed missing Shea Theodore. Um, so that that makes me a little bit more cautious, but still, lean to the under, but stronger on the on the Panthers money line. All right, moving down to the seven p.m. time side here. We got that Toronto Maple Leafs against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus here. Uh, a fucking course. This is what we got. The Leafs on the money line at minus one ninety eight. Blue Jackets on the money line at plus 164. Over under sitting at 7. Over at minus 105. The only minus 115. Blue Jackets beat the Sabres. What was it? 9 2? 9 3? 9 2? It was 9 4. 9 4? 9 3. 9 3. Wait, what? Nine? It was 9 4. Oh, 9 4. Not the Leafs one. The Blue Jackets. Oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Blue Jackets beat the Sabres 9 4. Next game, Sabres <sighs> beat the Leafs 9 3. And then, of course. The Leafs have to play Columbus the night after that. Because you know what? That's just how things go for this franchise. And I'm not even uh, like, I'm not even surprised. This is just the way it goes. And you know what's going to happen in this game? The Leafs are going to lose this fucking game. And we're going to go into the Christmas break. And everyone's going to be losing their fucking minds. Nick Kiprios and Jason Bourne are going to be fucking just jerking off into each other's mouths. About how shit this fucking team is. They're gonna be they're just gonna be loving it. They're just gonna be taking each other's loads because they're a bunch of fucking losers and love it. Jonas Siegel's gonna be fired up just writing articles about oh the analytics on this team show that they're actually not that good and uh expected goals is, is very pivotal to the importance of this team and uh, Max Domi isn't qualified enough to be a third line centerman and all this shit and all the fucking buzz is gonna be because you know why. Because this franchise cannot have nice things. We're fucking second place in the Atlantic, I think, right now. Fucking, like, six points off of the Boston Bruins for the first place in the fucking uh, division here. But none of that matters. It's always got to be the miserable fucking story. And so this team will lose this game. I almost promise you. So if you want to be smart, bet the Columbus Blue Jackets in this game. I guarantee you because it's going to go into a week or whatever, two weeks off. And that's just how things work in Toronto, man. Even bet the Blue Jackets a fucking minus one and a half here. I, the, probably juice to the gills. I guarantee you it'll hit. Anyway, you can bet Columbus in this game. Just fucking do it because that's what's going to happen. Um, I, I've seen this story just too many times, man. So uh, it, it'll be a stupid game. These will score like four fucking goals. Columbus will end up scoring six. Doesn't fucking matter. Matthews is going to get two more. Guy's going to hit 60 goals. I'm pumped for that. So that's awesome. Over under at seven. Might as well bet fucking nine, bro, because that's just what's going to happen in this game. This is what happens to this team. Play this back after this game. If if it's like a one nothing game or a 2-1 game, throw it in my face. But when the Jackets eventually win fucking 7-4, I will be here. And don't come at me with, oh, your team sucks. Your team. This is what we do, bro. We lose this game. This is what we do. We'll be fine, though. We'll make playoffs. 
I have confidence in the team when we get there, when we get to playoffs. It's a whole different story. We talked about it a bit before, the reg- before we recorded this. Regular season doesn't fucking matter. This team's going to put up 110 fucking points. They're still going to make playoffs, all right? So, yeah, but they're going to lose this game, and all you fucking little loser fucking pieces of shit, little fucking bitches can have your fun saying, oh, you lost to Columbus. Oh, doo, doo. How does it make you feel? Oh, no. oh, Austin Matthews, wait till we see the playoffs. Have your fun. Enjoy it. Guess what? We don't care, bro. We've seen this game. If you've been cheering for this team long enough, we know what's going to happen. So might as well make some money off it. Bet the fucking jackets. Bet the over. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of that, actually. I was going to suggest the Blue Jackets on their reverse puck line at minus one and a half. I think that's around plus 370 there. Um, eight of their 11 wins have been by at least two goals. And the Leafs are 16, eight and six. Of their eight regulation losses, seven have been by at least two goals. So, I mean, and Thailand knows the Leafs better than anyone anyone I know here. So this is a classic letdown spot for Toronto. Like, it seems like a low line, only minus 200. But these are the games they lose, especially with Martin Jones in that, especially without our other defensemen that are kind of catching up on, on them here. So, yeah, I, I like the over here. Probably would be the better bet. But Blue Jackets as a dog, Blue Jackets maybe plus one and a half if you feel like it might be, or just bet the draw. I mean, both of these teams have played a decent amount of overtime games, but I think that either way, it's just the over and the blue jackets, whichever way you, uh, you prefer. I actually like uh, commentators that are, that are critical of, of, a, of a team, like even fans of the team. Like, you There's know. a difference from being critical and just being outright fucking assholes every chance you get. Okay. So fuck you. No, that, that no, that's that's not what I'm saying. Like the guys I listen to, they 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 are critical of the team, but that doesn't mean that they're just uh, looking to nitpick all the time. They're they're giving oh, a, an objective analysis. They're, it's not Coming just like, oh, we won, ears. hooray, let, let's do this. It's, it's, Coming it's out your ears. <laughs> like Thomas so, Trance in, in Vancouver, he does an awesome job, and he always gets attacked by other Canucks fans. They're like, look, look where we are. We're we're second in the Pacific, but he's he's showing them the stats. Like, look at this, look at this, look at this. Okay, then, then then answer this here. As a as a guy that lives in Vancouver, that cheers for Colorado, why the fuck are you listening to a Leafs podcast? Because like- Nick Caprios and Jason Bourne shit on this fucking team for no fucking reason, any chance they get, and you as someone that hates this team loves it in your fucking veins. There's no other reason why you would fucking do that. I do enjoy it more when when the Leafs are losing, that's for sure. But no, they they just do a a good job. Like uh, it it makes sense though, because Toronto is the biggest market. They have uh, the best people to to do do those jobs. (laughs) Okay, they do. Like the the best people people. live 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 in the biggest cities. They they make most money and all that. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, the, the, the the best media for for Canadian hockey is is in Toronto. I mean, that's that's the 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 biggest the biggest market there. So so it has to be. Um, Joel, did you see that that the Avalanche broadcaster one of them took a a, a swig from the other one's uh, a spit cup of, of the, the chewing I tobacco? I saw that. I saw it was, uh, that. Mark 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 Rycroft took it a was drink hilarious. Of cup from <laughs> uh, Mark, Mark Moser. No. no, not intentionally. Apparently, it uh. happened a few years ago. And the video finally came out. I mean, it just looks looks fucking disgusting. So that, 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 guys, with the broadcast you, talk, I wanted to bring that up. Have you ever done something like that? Have you ever had that happen to you? No, I'm sure you have. Okay, not for dip cup, but like we used to have it back in the days because like I was chewing tobacco is kind of like a, I don't want to say it's a newer thing, but it wasn't really a thing when I was growing up. But we'd always smoke in bong loads and we'd have like spit cups, like because you got like a big fucking loogie after you're smoking your bowl. And so a lot of times they'd have them like a McDonald's cup or some shit like that. And I remember once I took I was in my buddy's basement and I'm like I smoked a big bowl and I was so parched. I took a sip. I'm gagging thinking about it. Oh 
This is so gross. I take a big sip and I'm like, oh, I can't even get it out. You know how the story went. Oh, it was so gross, bro. Anyways, it sucked. My so, sister, yeah. uh, this has happened to her twice. She she drank from, uh, you know, where you put the, the cigarette darts, the butts, and then the yeah, yeah, can. exactly. She's done that twice. She drank from those, and then she, she oh, it's her. so gnarly, bro. Fuck, Fuck, anyway, like this, this game, I I don't know what to right. decide, but the I lean to the over. I think the, the Blue Jackets team total, like, just find some like a an over four and a half because this Leafs team can't defend, can't goaltend. And they they can score though. It's Austin Matthews carrying the team really, uh, and Austin or Mitch Marner is is really popped. That's off not true. It's not just Matthews, but I understand what you're getting. William Nylander is gonna get fucking paid. No, 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 no. no, no. Lead the, lead the Willie hasn't point? been that great lately. Like over three and a half for the Blue Jackets is plus one sixty. I like that. Over four and a half plus three forty. Over five and a half plus seven fifty. <laughs> just lie to the fucking Blue Jackets team total. That's the way to play this one. Let me break this down real quick. We'll keep this under a minute here, okay? This Leafs oh, team... You got a minute. I'm watching the clock. I'm giving you one fucking minute, okay? We're going to give 20 seconds to the rest of the what? game. You got one minute. Yeah. Go. You got 55 okay. seconds now. Okay. This Leafs team is absolutely fucking sick, dude. Offensively, they're fucking great. When it comes to depth, they have it there. The third line within Cali Yarncroke, Nicholas Robertson, and Max Domi have been fucking studs. Second line with Jonathan Tavares, fucking Tyler Bertuzzi, and fucking Mitch Marner as of late have been absolute fucking studs. You got Matthew Nyes, Will and Austin Matthews in the offense on the first line. Lights out. Defensively, you can talk about expected goals against being fucking terrible. These guys have been getting the fucking job done. The problem has been in net, okay? It's been in between the pipes. When Joseph Wool was with this team, they've been fucking lights out, and that's what you can expect from this team when they're not letting in shit goals. So to sit there and judge them for what they've done in the past fucking week is absolute horse shit. So I would just like to say everyone coming at me here or everyone just talking shit about the Leafs, you guys are all a bunch of fucking losers, and you're all in for a wide fucking awakening when this team gets their goaltending back. And don't sleep on my boy Sam Smock because when he comes back to par, he's going to be fucking lights out with a mission. You want to go against a Russian goalie? Suck my ass, motherfucker. That's time. Doug in the Ooh, chat. All right. Doug in the chat. Boom. Uh, says, I, I would sweep the board except for the boss Winnipeg under. And for, of course, that the boss Winnipeg under is the only thing I fucking bet today. Hell and yeah. the Montreal the Chicago game. I'm sorry, Talon, to do this to you again, but it did. Uh, it I, did, saw, it did I, saw, really I saw. I saw. I saw. Did it go over? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, it did. I guess it didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see this going here. 7 p.m. times on your real Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Washington Capitals here. Game itself is in Washington. Uh, Tampa Bay in the money line at minus 142. Washington in the money line at plus 120. Over under six and a half. Over six at minus one two. The under minus 118. Uh, I'm going to throw a real fucking curveball in here. Hey, shit for brains. Joel, what do you got in this game? Uh, fuck you. Piss for brains. <laughs> it's coming out your ears and going yeah. in your ears. You like that? <laughs> and you're in your mouth. You like that? You like that? Um, full, so full of shits coming out your ears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lightning on the road. Don't like that. Uh, just much better team. Capitals are impressing. Ovi finally scored a goal. I think it's only six of the year, but it was a meaningful one uh, on the uh, power play in overtime after uh, Tom Wilson and Elvis Merzlikens got into a brawl. Uh, that was yes. kind of funny. <laughs> um, yeah, li- I lean Lightning, uh, lean, lean over, I guess, but it's a Capitals game. I got nothing for this game. Let's keep it quick. Yeah, I, I don't got much here. Like, I, I want to bet the Lightning. It's a low line at minus 140, but they've been shit on the road. As we talked about, 6, 10, and 2. Caps have been decent overall. This they've been better this season, 17, 9, and 4. At home, they're 9, 4, and 2 here. So, yeah, Tampa, Tampa, Tampa's a team, you know, I think minus 140 might be a, a price for, I, I can back them here. Washington's won three straight. All of them won past regulation. Um, so maybe Tampa Bay can get best left, can make some saves. Uh, but I think the better play would be the under- 
six and a half at minus 118. Washington can't score much. They're also not allowing many goals there. They've gone under that in um, six of their past seven, including four straight. I think Tampa, you know, might be able to have a lower scoring game like they have recently. Four two, one, four ones in there. So like the under here and a lean to the lightning. Yeah, I'm with Ryan here, man. I don't mind the lightning minus 142 in the spot. Um, Washington, obviously, they just had a big win. They're currently on a three-game winning streak as well. Tampa's on a two-game winning streak too here. Uh, you guys touched on it. Tampa hasn't been great on the road this year, 6-10 and 2. Um let's uh, for me when it comes to this, let's not galaxy brain things here, man. Like Tampa's the better team when it comes to this between Washington and uh, and Tampa Bay here. So let's keep this nice and simple when it comes to that. Give me Tampa minus 142. Uh, as far as over-under goes here, that's a bit of a tough look. Uh, Washington is not great at scoring, dude. They're 30th in the league, averaging 2.43 goals per game here. Um, Tampa has been giving up a lot of goals. Obviously, we've seen Vasilevsky trying to find his form a bit, but I feel like a lot of that overall stat comes back to Jonas Johansson playing as many games as he did. So uh, I'm going to lead towards the under uh, in this game. What is it? Six and a half minus one eighteen. I love that look. And then give me the bolts here. Uh, okay. Moving down to the 7 PM time slot. Thank you very much, Ryan. We have the Detroit Red Wings versus the New Jersey Devils game itself is in New Jersey here. Uh, Detroit on the money line at plus plus one forty-five on the second night of a back-to-back the Devils on the money line. Uh, minus 175 over under sitting at six and a half over at minus 130 the under plus 110 you gotta go with the devils here uh minus 175 is a little bit of juice to play but let's face it we just saw the red wings have a deep game went up fucking five one to failure or something like that in the first period that was absolutely insane uh didn't hold the lead though and then got pushed overtime these these boys are going to be a little bit tired here coming into this game so give me the devils at uh, minus 175, I think there's a lot of value there, even though it's a little bit of juice. This wine is kicking my ass, boys. Oh, my God. Um, over on in this game, this is the one. We didn't see Reimer in this game. So we're probably going to see our boy Michael Clutchinson uh, when it comes to tomorrow night here. So give me the over 6.5 minus 130. Yeah, I mentioned at the top of the show, like the Red Wings are a team that if they get a lead, you live bet against them because they can't hold it, especially without – without Huso or Alex Lyon in that. I mean, James Reimer is just not good. He's allowed 11 goals in his past two games. We'll get Michael Hutchinson making his first NHL start since I don't even remember when he made his last first NHL start. This is a, a great spot here for the Devils. It's just a, a schedule loss for the Red Wings. I think minus 175 is a good price. I could see this going up to closer to minus 200. Um, you can still get a minus 166 right now on FanDuel. That's bound to go up, though, so if you're watching live. Do go ahead and get him at FanDuel. But yeah, the Devils here at home coming off, you know, three straight losses to, you know, Ducks, Flyers, and, and Oilers. I think they, they have the, they've been ready for this game. So they'll be able to get this one at home. Maybe a puck line play even, plus 140, or just look for a, uh, a team total, or just the over in general. Uh, Vanacek and Schmidt have not been good in net for the Devils. And the Red Wings are going to have a guy who was not in the NHL before this past week. Um, playing there so love the devils here and i like the over six and a half at minus 130 hell yeah people baby. watching awesome. live we've got more people in here than i can we ever remember 20, saying, I just saw so. we had 28 people you watching fucks live. hit the subscribe button come on back you fucking Give degenerates us some love, yeah baby. almost christmas and here you are I don't know where you live, but 11 o'clock Eastern time, and you're watching this dumb fucking oh, they're going down now. Seven of them. We just lost them all. What the uh, fuck? fuck them anyway. We don't want them. everybody the still the camera decker. Cameron Decker for the Pro Bowl. Cameron Decker. 
Hell anyway, yeah. Devils, Devils in the over. I love these two bets. Uh, easy, easy to make the case. Don't have much to add. All right, here, guys. Uh, we are currently oh. brought to you. Oh, what do you got, Gilbert? What did I miss? No, I'm just saying we're just in time for the ad break here. Oh, well, hell yeah. Thanks for coming back here. You're just in time to learn that we are brought to you by... I was going to swear, but it's not, so we should. We're brought to you by Game Time, baby. Uh, uh, game Time is... It's just great. You know, there's sometimes that we're stressed out trying to buy tickets, you know. But you know what? It's like the other day, my girl was like, oh, I'm going to buy you tickets to go see Blink-182 with Alexis on Fire in Toronto and stuff. And, uh-huh. you know, I'm so grateful for that. And that's absolutely fantastic. But if you if you didn't go to those tickets ahead of time, chances are closer to the show, you can look on game time and you can find events for that. So that's absolutely awesome. Uh, you can buy tickets to your favorite events. It shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy and theater new you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best prices guarantees uh you can stop stressing over the tickets and starting to get hyped for the fun you'll have uh much like we also got tickets to code orange she bought me as well in toronto it's at the opera house smaller venue right so it sells out nice and quick if you're like hey i want to go see code orange and shit they're gonna be fucking sick but like hey tickets sold out what do i do well you look at last minute on game time they'll help you out um, you know, you can browse through the game time app and talk about upcoming events and all that good shit. That's always awesome. Uh, what are some thoughts on life about game time? I love game time. Flash deals, last minute tickets, it's easy to find, all that good stuff. Uh, they do give you images of your seats too, you know. So if you're not at a general admission concert and you don't want to know what your seat looks like, this app actually shows you what your view will be like. So that's pretty sweet with the lowest price guarantee, uh, as well as event cancellation protection and job loss protection. I don't know what that means, but maybe if you lose your job, they'll fucking hook you up with some tickets or give you a <laughs> refund or something. So, hell yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So that's absolutely sweet. That's the place to be. You can do all that. Uh, be sure to go check out Game Time. We are also brought to you, if you lose your job, I'm sorry to hear. Uh, we are also brought to you by Hall of Fame win bigger by betting smarter this nfl season with hall of fame bets baby of course uh they're the sports betting analytics platform for parlays player props and game lines you can research every nfl and nba and soccer bet with historical stats and data uh you know you can enter any parlay into the hall of fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool uh to get hits rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. If there's anything I love more than expected goals, it's expected probability, babies, <laughs> for your parlays. Uh, so sort all players. But rate for any bet to learn which player is hot and which picks up value. Uh, stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000. That's a lot of users. 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets here to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com that is hofbets.com you're going to use the, code S- or the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month of the day. Again, that's code SGPN to get 50% off your first month of the day at hofbets.com uh, Start researching, start winning with our pals at Hall of Fame Bets There you go, gentlemen. Did you Oof. learn stuff? Oof. Did you like what that? An, what an ad read. Legendary You like that? You like that, Kirk Cousins? You like that? Let's go here. I bet Kirk Cousins uses 
what was that? What was that seat thing that we use? Uh, not underdog fantasy. What's the seat thing? Let's say game time. Kirk Cousin uses game time. You know he does. His wife dresses him. You know that they use game time to get last minute tickets on deals, and you should too. Hell yeah. Um, all right. Moving down. To we are the Boston Bruins. It's a Minnesota Wild game itself. It's in Minnesota. Boston, the money line minus 115. Minnesota, the money line minus 105. The over under is at six. Over sitting at minus 120. The under plus 100. Normally, I would be all over the Bruins in this plate here, especially uh, on the road. I guess there's 16. Minnesota sucks. But you know what? We had. The arguably the biggest piece of shit in the history of this show's lore come back in the woodworks today. And I woke up to a tweet that I absolutely couldn't believe that I received. Oh, yeah. oh. I, woke, I woke up to a tweet from one Boston Sports 617, baby. The infamous <laughs> Boston Sports. Uh, if you have been following this show for at least the past year, you should be aware of this guy here. Uh, my The tweet says, at talent underscore Jenkins 94. Hey, should we make the same bet this year? This fucking motherfucker just doesn't learn his lesson, hey? This guy is looking to get more fucking PP wax than Joel Meyer just whacking the Colorado Avalanche. Boston Sports, you're going to lose this game. Give me the fucking Minnesota Wild at home. Gustafson's a stud. Your team stinks. Your team played well to start the season. Goaltending, little bit in shambles. Center depth, terrible. Plus, you sent fucking one of your kids over to the juniors. What position did he play? Center. McAvoy, yeah, it's his birthday fucking yesterday. Well, guess what? Not anymore. So it doesn't fucking matter, all right? So give me the wild in this game, minus 105. Give me the wild in regulation, actually. Give me the wild on the rever- or on the actual puck line at minus one and a half. Uh, Bruins, you're going to get fucked up here, buddy. Let's go Boston Sports. You know what I replied to him too? I will be putting this message in the Discord and maybe our social media assistant producer can get into it. I said, all right, your team, the Bruins, have a six-point lead on the Leafs right now. Let's bet that the Leafs fucking finish ahead of the Bruins in the regular season. And you know what? Shocker. Shocker. Who saw this coming? Little fucking pussy. Didn't even get back to me, all right? That shows where we're at with this fucking guy. You Bruins fans, you're all the fucking same. Every one of you, you can suck on my big old Toronto fucking cock and balls, baby. Every fucking one of you, you're all shit. You're all fucking talking. When you lose, you lose like a bunch of little bitches. And guess what? There's a lot more losing coming your way in the next 10 years. And I'm going to be sitting here to remind you of every fucking minute you guys deserve it and i'm gonna be dick slapping you all in the fucking face baby so let's go give me the wild in this game give me the over you know why because the wild even though they suck and i'm against them they're gonna score fucking five goals on their own in this game baby give me the over give me minnesota fuck you boston sports we're back baby yeah, I don't quite get this line here. I like the Wild here at home, minus 105. You can still get them at plus odds on FanDuel and, and can be books there, plus 106, plus 108. Uh, Wild 8, 4, and 2 at home. Bruins 9, 3, and 3 on the road. And Bruins are just struggling recently. Lost three in a row. Uh, now lost, what, five of their past seven. Uh, one of their wins was against Arizona. One of the, one of the wins was in a shootout against, against the Islanders. Uh, you know, Minnesota's also been going to uh, pass regulation recently so i do like the draw here as well i think i saw that at plus 350 or plus 360 i got at uh maybe in a 2-2 or 3-3 final score but yeah i like the wild here and i do like the under six at plus 100 even if it's it's gonna be what all mark here minnesota ha- is having good play from both 
Flurry and from Gustafson, who I imagine will be starting. So uh, yeah, like the Wild at home, and then the under with the the Bruins on a back to back. They they haven't been great on back to backs recently, and they've as as Talon mentioned, their depth has been tested. Bruins played their better goalie today against the Jets. Uh, didn't matter that they got they got blown up five to one playing Allmark uh, against the Wild here. Love the Wild. They'll be playing Gustafson, better goalie. I think that the uh, the line is, is a bit too uh, short for the Bruins. So, yeah, I like the Wild, like the under. Let's keep going. Uh, I would just like to say that Matty Ice could suck my ass too here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> buddy, I quit doing hard drugs like three years ago. I'm in the best shape health-wise probably as I've ever been, okay? So I'm a little bit fat, a little bit out of breath, but you know what? At least that shit's all fucking going good. So you know what? You can fucking lick my berries here again, you little fucking motherfucker. Um, all right, moving down to seven million times. So again, oh, just when I think I'm coming down for getting all rowdied up, I get just as rowdied up again. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Canada Senators. Game itself here is in Canada. Uh, Pittsburgh. The, 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 the time limit. Time uh, limit. Oh, Lordy. Pittsburgh at minus 108, Ottawa at minus 112. Uh, over is a six and a half. Fuck you. Over at minus 130, the under plus 110. I got to do grocery shopping tonight. I didn't think we were even taking this. Joel's gone grocery shopping. Oh, my. <laughs> Can you hear me in the back? Free Brady Kachuk. Free Brady Kachuk. Free Brady Kachuk. Chuck, get this guy off of this team, this fucking hellhole. All of them fucking stink. They're miserable. Every time I see this guy, he had a quote today. Uh, it was absolutely inspiring. It was awe-inspiring. The quote was, I don't think I've ever felt worse in my life. It's not fun right now. Get this guy the fuck out of Ottawa. You Sens fan don't deserve this motherfucker. Send him to Carolina. Send him to Colorado. Send him to Boston, for Christ's sakes. Fuck, they could use a fucking player of his caliber. He would fit right on in there. Jesus Christ. Get this guy anywhere away, as far away from this fucking shithole that is the Ottawa Senators here in this game. I absolutely love Pittsburgh. Uh, minus 108 in this game. You're... Uh, you can tell Ottawa, you can say all this one. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. New coach, new coach, lots of talent, lots of luck. Well, guess what? I was saving this for like a hot take thing. Timothy Stutzel is not a fucking centerman in the NHL. This guy does not pressure puck carriers down low. He does not back check down in the corners. He isn't giving these guy outlook looks. This guy is not a fucking adequate centerman in the NHL. And when fucking Shane Pinto comes back from his little suspension for being a beauty, uh, this guy will be the number one center on this team. And if they don't move Timmy Stutzel over to the wing, then they're just screwing themselves and they're absolutely oblivious to the problems that they do have. Timothy Stutzel is a fucking winger. Guess what? He doesn't care enough to be a centerman in the National Hockey League. And any of you Sens fans listening to this, and if you're a little upset in it, well, guess what? You can say whatever fucking retort you want. It doesn't matter. You know that I am right. So give me the Penguins minus 108 here. Give me the Penguins and regulations as well. Um, this game over under, I'm making the over. Corpusello cannot be trusted in between the pipes here. Uh, Tristan Jari has been good, but uh, I, I don't know. You, know. you can let a couple in themselves too, and Crosby has been absolutely lights out. That's worth noting too here. So give me the over. Give me Penguins. Timothy Stutzel is not a centerman. Free Brady Kachuk. Fuck the Senators. Yeah, I don't have any plays for this game. Uh, yeah, free Brady Kachuk. I completely agree. I'm looking at the uh, the Panthers. Panthers have quite a few UFAs this summer, so I mean they could just love it. Reinhardt's a UFA. Send send Kachuk down there to play with uh, his brother, and they're giving having some defensemen, uh, free agents as well. So they'll have some uh, cap to play with. 
Um, Nadalkovich has actually been starting more recently than Jari. He's been playing better recently as well. Uh, but yeah, for Ottawa, Corpusalo and Forsberg have both been complete shit. So you can't back Ottawa. I'm not going to bet the Penguins. Uh, this is a pass game for me. I'm just uh, curious what's going to happen to Kyle Dubas if this is uh if the Penguins miss the playoffs here. It could be a it could be a one. Dude, he signed a seven year deal. He ain't going anywhere, bro. You could so you could fire him. Who cares? You could fire the president NGM seven months into a fucking first contract, first year of a seven year deal. I mean, he he can just stay there, and the Penguins can can just suck for the next few years what did he come into what did burke and hextall leave no him? I'm, I'm not saying it's his fault i'm just saying could, could be i'm just saying if you're saying he's gonna get fired that's fucking like stupid <laughs> i'm sorry he's not gonna get fired market loves the sense even when mccarr was announced in for the avalanche the, the the money still came in on the senators so i'm gonna wait for better pittsburgh line than bet the penguins love the over two tell me how you really feel all right, moving to the 7th APN time slot. Here we have the Buffalo Sabres against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York here. Uh, Buffalo, the money line at plus 160. Rangers, the money line minus 192. Over, under, at 6.5. Over, at plus 102. The under, minus 122. Mr. Gilbert, giving this game over to you, buddy. What do we got going on with between the Rangers and the Sabres here tomorrow night in New York? Yeah, Rangers on a back-to-back here. You're going to have Shesterkin and Net, who you know has been, I guess, the worst goalie with Quick. But the Rangers gave up a, a one-nothing lead in the third period to the Oilers. Lost that one four-three. The last-second goal to make it four-three was really four-two. Sabers, I don't know what to make about the Sabers. They, they, they beat the, they lost to the Columbus nine-four. They beat the Maple Leafs nine-three. Um, so yeah, I, I want to take the Sabers here, but I don't think minus, plus one-sixty is enough. I could see the Rangers back bouncing back here with their better goalie and net to go into the break. So, uh, yeah, just a, probably a pass game here for me, but if, if I had to make a play, it would be the uh, Sabres at plus 160. Yeah, yeah, with the back-to-back situation, Shesterkin has been worse than, than Quick. Uh, Rangers, of course, playing against the, the Oilers last night. Uh, yeah, give me the uh, give me the, give me the savers here plus one sixty. I guess just just based on the live movement and expected. Uh, but then again, no, 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 cancel that, cancel that because the savers just had their Super Bowl against the Leafs, where they just absolutely dominated them, and they're playing the Leafs goal song in their faces. That fucking stupid Hall and Oates song or whatever, whatever one it is. Uh, so yeah, bad letdown spot for the savers. <laughs> if if I had to if I had to play anything, give me the over six and a half plus one or two. Savers at least have, have found their their scoring touch a little bit and. Yeah, Shesterkin and Ned. It's not a sure thing as it once was. Uh, so, yeah, lean to the over, if anything, but don't really like anything in this game. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I don't like anything in this game. Dude, don't galaxy brain this shit, dude. Just take the fucking Rangers, all right? I know that we're talking about Buffalo here. Yes, they just beat the shit of the Leafs. Guess what? They always fucking beat the Leafs, man. Yes, they beat them heavier than it has been in a long fucking time. Uh, but the Rangers has to be the play here at minus 192. Yes, I know they're coming off a of fucking back-to-back and all that shit. That's okay, dude. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, this New York team is still better. Sometimes just don't overthink things. At minus 192, a lot of juice here. Uh, I don't mind it, though. Like, put down fucking 200 bucks, win 100. There you go. Let's go fucking Rangers. I'm all going to be all over that goddamn line. Uh, as far as over-under goes in this game here, kind of, I would stay away, dude, because, like, I know that we talked about Shesterkin. Yes, he's had his struggles. Julie mentioned it too. And then I'm seeing Uka Pekalukin might get the nod in this game here. Um, I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm still a little bit like cut deep 
I can't bet against Shosturkin, you know. So uh, I'm going to be staying away from this one. Gun to my head, I would lean towards the under. I can see Rangers just like shut down solid game, 4-1 final or something like that. But my biggest play is just New York winning this game, dude. I'm sorry. Do not galaxy brain this pick. Um, okay, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. time slot. We got the New York Islanders here against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Islanders on the money line at plus 142. Carolina on the money line at minus 170. Over-unders at 6. Overpaying off uh, minus 118. The under minus 102. This is a tough game to cap, dude. I don't know if you guys have kind of had the same problem I had looking at this here. Like, like, where do you go here, man? Um, both teams coming off a little bit of a tough loss here. New York hasn't been as great on the road. They're 6-5-3 and three compared to their uh, decent home record here. Carolina has been lights out at home at 9-2-3. and three. Based off that, I got to go with the Canes here, man, at minus 170. A little bit of juice you're playing, but I don't mind it. Um, over under in this game, we have been seeing a bit of more goal scoring than traditionally we've been expected from this uh, New York team. Uh, and uh, Sorokin hasn't been as great as we've seen in previous years. But that's not to say he can go off at any night. And Carolina goaltending has been suspect. Whether Kachekov gets the nod here, uh, save percentage under 0.900. I would lean towards the over six at minus 118 in this game with the push being in play. So give me the uh, Hurricanes. Give me the over. Yeah, Kochekov looks like he's going to take it over now as a starter. I mean, I, I pumped him up last year as a potential Vesna candidate, and he fell flat on his face. But he's Calder. looking like he, he – Calder, yes, Calder, not Vesna. Th- th- thank you, Joel. Uh, but, yeah, he's, he's been, been good recently. He's allowed a 922 save percentage in the last eight games all in December. His last five games, four of them, he's only allowed one goal in here. So – I love the Canes here at home, minus 170. That is a good line. They're already up to minus 180 or higher on other books there. So fan or, or sort of DraftKings is the best line, minus 170. Um, I would also take a look to the draw as well. The last three meetings between these two teams, including two in November, uh, went to overtime. Um, and Islanders and Hurricanes have both been playing a lot of overtime games recently. So don't mind the draw there. I think at plus 370, I found it, or a uh, correct score of 3 3. I think, you know, th- these two teams, if you think of Islanders, Hurricanes, you think a, a total of five and a half, and this is at six because they're not playing great defense. So yeah, I'm going to stay away from the total, but love the Hurricanes at minus 170 and sprinkle the draw. Once again, don't have much for this game. Lean to the over, uh, the way the Hurricanes are playing, especially their goaltenders. Um, but yeah, I think the best way to play this is, is to put the draw. It seems like half the games Islanders play end up in overtime. So if you want to take a shot there, it's it's still three to one or better uh, to take the draw. I mean, the, the Islanders just they just play OT games. They they're not pushing for it when they're um, when they're 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 behind and and then or when they when it's tied and then they they don't care about the regulation when they just want the fucking point and that leads to. Uh, these uh, these boring third periods, which which ultimately end up in in overtime. So I think the dry is the best play in this one. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get a live bet in the AHL in right now. Uh, over five and a half, Rochester Ice Dogs versus San Diego Gulls. Middle of the seven second period here. Let's fucking go. Um, do do do. do move down the slate. We have the. Chicago Blackhawks against the St. Louis Blues, baby. Game itself is in St. Louis here. Uh, Chicago on the money line at plus 195. St. Louis on the money line at minus 238. Over-unders at 6. Over-set at minus 125. The under plus 105. St. Louis on the puck line if you're interested at minus 105 at minus 1.5 here. Oh, dude, this game fucking sucks. Like, I don't even know where to begin, I guess. These are so like two teams that are so fucking far off my radar here. 
I'm seeing that Arvid Soderblom is expected to get the nod here for Chicago here. This guy has a 2-10-1 record, a 4.00 goals against average, and a .872 save percentage. What else do you need to know, dude? Give me St. Louis in regulation. Give me St. Louis team total. Give me the over in this game. I'm just fading the absolute fuck out of Soderblom here. I can't believe his numbers are that bad, dude. In 13 games, a 4.00 goals against average, .872 save percentage. That's fucking ugly, man. I know the Chicago team is struggling, but like that's tough titties right there, no? I mean, absolutely, especially because I think he started the season with some with some pretty good numbers. So he did, uh, like, yeah. So yeah, he's been he's been bad recently. Seven goals against Seattle, four goals against Washington, who doesn't score many. Uh, three against Nashville, three against Winnipeg, four against St. Louis. So, yeah, to be fair, it. sorry, sorry. To be fair, dude, it's not just his fault. Defensively, this team isn't helping oh. him out either. We're not just trying to shit on Soderblom here. I know a lot of Cat or Chicago fans are like this is our guy going forward. So I'm, I just want to put that out there. Yeah, but yeah, I like the Blues on the puck line here. They are minus 105 on here on DraftKings. I think you, you can still get plus odds elsewhere, plus 110 on Camby Book. So I, I like that. I, I did take that uh, plus 110. You know, I just think that the Blackhawks coming off a 5-2 loss at home to Montreal. The Blues are still somehow in the playoff contention, 16-15-1, 9-5-0 at home. Chicago's 4-12 and on the road. So I think the Blues can... Get another double to, or two goal win here. Be, just beat Florida four one, beat Ottawa four two last week. So I think if, if they're going to get it done, it'll be by at least two goals. Fuck yeah, Mrazek is the better goaltender than than Soderblom. Uh, Bennington has, has had its strong performances lately. Give me the under six plus one five. Uh, I want to back the Blackhawks here, but uh, they they're just so bad I can't do it. Blues should never be favored by minus two thirty eight against anyone except for the Blackhawks. So. Yeah, I hope the Blackhawks lose. Have a lot of money on their 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 point total unders, which was uh, thank thank the Habs coming back from two nil two goals down today. That was a nice one there. Uh, but yeah, under six plus one five is is the only one only bet I'd make in this one. All right, we don't got to go crazy into this, but do you guys still stand with the whole, with the whole preseason idea of let this team be shit, even though Bedard's on it? Like he's putting up points. You can't argue that. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, we talked about it beforehand where they didn't really load him up with too many guys to play with. Do you still think that that was the right decision or no? Should they sold some of the capital yeah. to bring guys to play with them? No, go go for another high draft pick. Go for go for Celebrini. Go for another. <laughs> they're going to get another top five pick, which is which is what they need. I mean, the, one still, year. One year of sucking is OK, but if it goes further then no, you got to surround him with some NHL dollars. Another year of this shit and it's going to get ugly. Uh, but one year is okay, I think. Uh, they, they could use as much draft capital and prospects as they can get. So, yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, surrounding him with, with some some veterans and all that didn't work out because of injuries and whatever the fuck Corey Perry was doing that we don't know yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, going forward, I think that the you, you got to make them better. You got to make them better because you, you can't keep going like this forever. No, dude, it's fucking ugly, man. He can't just be like this by himself. It's fucking not okay. Like, even for the first year, I'm I'm against you guys a little bit. Like I said before, you have to get guys for this guy to fucking play with. And he's good enough that he's putting up points on his own here. But, man, it's it's fucking grim when you come over to Chicago. So we'll see what they do next year. That'll be an interesting uh, storyline to follow. Patrick uh, Kane okay. is going to go back to Chicago. That's, that's why he signed a one-year deal. Uh, that, that's my prediction. <laughs> Two goals and a shootout goal tonight. Yeah, I fucking Patrick know. Kane. Thanks, Joel. If, Thanks. if Detroit misses playoffs, like which – 
I don't know about you guys. I think they will. I think they're going to come down a lot here. Was that a botch signing by Kane? Why the fuck did he sign with well, the Red Wings? Well, when when it first happened, Joel and I were on, and we were like, yeah, they might they might just end up trading him. He has a, and this might be like a showcase for Showtime, and then go to a contender. Apparently, he wants to be there long term. He, he likes the future of the team, and he he sees himself playing for a long time yet. So that that's bought in, bought into Iserman, eh? Yeah, he's the only uh, one who believes in the Iser plan. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, moving on to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Seattle Kraken uh, versus the Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is in Anaheim here. Uh, Seattle on the money line at minus 142. Anaheim on the money line at plus 114. Over-unders at 6. over sitting at minus 118. The under minus 102 here. Um, I've been saying this so many times to show just don't galaxy brain this pick, dude. Like the Ducks, they've had a couple big games. They've had a couple sneaky wins lately. Yes, we all saw our boy Bayesian wing was from fucking cash them on cheering them up. Um, okay, actually, I might change my tune here. Has Gibson played the past two games? Because he just gave birth to a daughter. No, no, he has not. So this is his first game back from giving birth. Well, I guess he well, did birth. He didn't <laughs> give birth. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> It's his third kid, too. I'm not sure. I mean, obviously. It doesn't matter. No, 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 no. Scrapping it all. We got a daughter game or a son game. We got a kid game here. The lines are maybe showing for it. A plus 114 for Anaheim here. Um, Dude, I'm all in on the new kid bump, okay? This guy might even make fucking 70 saves, even if Seattle somehow only shoots 35 bucks on that. That's how how hard I am for goalies when it comes to uh, kid games. Give me the Ducks here. Give me Gibson. Not even the Ducks. Give me Jonathan Gibson at plus 114. And as far as over-under, give me the under here because they're not going to score a single goal on him. I'm calling it right now. John Gibson, kid, SO. Let's fucking go. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, when you what you first said was don't galaxy brain it. But, like, I was going to say, are, are you galaxy braining not taking the Kraken? Like, the Kraken aren't a good hockey team. They're 11, 14, and 9. The Ducks have 12 wins. 20 losses to the Ducks are, are, are better than them so far. Uh, they're both 5 and 11, 5 and 11 at home for the Ducks, 5, 6, and 6 on the road for the Kraken. So, you know, 5 and 5 and 12, but 6 overtime losses. Kraken do play a lot of overtime games, so that could always be a look here. But yeah, I think if anything, you got a quack. You got a quack here at 8 o'clock uh, on a Saturday night. Uh, Ducks plus 114, not quite as high as I would want it to be. I don't really have a, a strong play for this game. I guess my strongest play would be the under six at minus 102. You can still get under six and a half at minus 125. John Gibson uh, versus uh, whoever it is. Joey Decord's been solid for the Kraken. And also, who's scoring for these teams? Like, no one's going to score. I think McCann's questionable. Uh, Burkowski's still out. Carlson's questionable now after getting injured last game. So, yeah, give me the under here and a lean to the Ducks. We know about the dead cat bounce, but apparently we got the uh, the alive kid bounce now. With Gibson, the new, new, the new life, baby. New life. Yeah, yeah, new life. That's cool. Yes, yes. Very <laughs> positive thing to get behind. Um, yeah, I like, I like the Ducks. Anyway, my line is only minus 122 for the Kraken. So, yeah, I, I, I don't trust them being this um, big favorites on the road here in Anaheim. Anaheim struggle lately, but they got Mace McTavish back. They got him back last game. Uh, made an impact. He missed the previous seven. Um, yeah, he's 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 probably one of their. Well, he is one of their best players, absolutely. And Pavel Minchikov. I mean, if if it was for Bedard, we'd be talking about this guy for Calder. Him and him and Brock Faber in Minnesota, uh, with the Faber put playing uh, like thirty minutes a night almost. Um, but yeah, I like the Ducks here. I like the under. Neither team really can score. Both teams have decent goaltending. Yeah, Ducks and under six. 
All right, moving to the 9 p.m. time. So, <laughs> what game we got here? We got the Arizona Coyotes, baby, against the Colorado Avalanche. Arizona on the money line, sitting at plus 185. Colorado on the money line, at minus 225. Uh, anybody interested, the Avalanche on the puck line at minus one and a half, is at plus 102. The over under is at six and a half. Over at minus 112. The under minus 108. Mr. Joel Meyer. This seems like a little bit of a high line. What are your thoughts here, my man? Well, you know what? The Leafs and the Avs are kind of in similar positions right now. You know, they're, they're both contenders for the Cup, uh, on paper at least, and they, they can't defend, they can't goaltend. And they're being carried by their top players right now. And McKinnon, I think he's on a 17-game point streak, 18 games maybe, and he had four goals and an assist in the last one. Stormed up the heart odds board. Um, love to see it. Um yeah, and, and it's the same thing with the Leafs, though. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a bad team here. Arizona Coyotes coming in, but McCarr's back. He played, uh, you know, he had a bit of an own goal and an unfortunate little little uh, tip uh, on, on the um, Senators' power play, I think it was. But otherwise, he was okay, got an assist. Uh, now that he's back, I, I trust this team a little bit more. Um, you know, and then Arturi Lekkinen is coming back, too, soon. Not, not quite yet, but after the Christmas break, I think that he'll be uh, – imminent to get in the lineup uh, and sammy gerard still still a, a drunken depressed guy and uh, not with the team <laughs> hopefully we can use his cap space for something <laughs> well, modest. <laughs> i like that sorry that that popped me a little bit yeah 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 i, I don't i would never expect him I and mean, he's a quiet 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 kid and all that those but are anyway. the ones to look out for the most yeah. those are the ones yeah, that yeah, are just doing lines in the room by themselves you should <laughs> yeah. know that surely like, what the fuck? Uh, that's the right that's me the most. <laughs> <laughs> come on you are this one <laughs> yeah but uh Totally like a side avalanche are, are priced correctly. You're minus 225. Uh, what's my line? Minus. Oh, man. My, my line says take the coyotes, but. Fucking right, yeah. it does. <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess I got to lean that way, but uh, I'm not betting that. Just give me the over six and a half. I think both teams will score here. Avalanche can't defend. Coyotes uh, can't defend either. Both teams play exciting uh, offensive north, north, south hockey and, and have good power plays. So over six and a half would be the best bet for this one. Yeah, I think the over there is a good play, but I, I will take the, uh, the the Coyotes here at what are they at? up to close to plus two to one plus plus one one eighty five. There, um, they have won four in a row. Not against great teams, two against the Sharks, one against the Sens, one against the Sabers. But and I, I the other thing is I, I hate betting against the Abs at home. Thirteen four and zero at home. They have the the mile high thing, but um yeah i think arizona has some decent chance here plus 185 I, I, when i was watching the arizona against the uh sends the other night when they were coming back they reminded me of the flyers they got like three or four lines that just roll out there none of them are awful they can all play their game and that's what that's what they're doing here so i like the coyotes here at plus 185 for a sprinkle do like the over six and a half um i'm gonna take the draw here as well i'm gonna recommend that at four to one which seems pretty high for any game um they met on November 30th. The Arizona Coyotes won 4-3 in overtime, and their last meeting last season was a 4-3 game in overtime as well. So could see a 3-3 regulation. Uh, so, yeah, best bet here would be the over 6.5 at minus 112. All right. Um, I am all over the Yotes here. We talk about the whole mile-high thing coming on when you're playing in Colorado. 
Well, what about the high mile for Arizona? Because it's all flat. And when you're driving those miles, it's going to be boring as shit unless you are high. So it's a little bit of a reverse psychology thing going on here with this team, you know. So I can see them going in there. just didn't work. You know what it comes to realistically? Like, I don't think. Like, Colorado is great at home. Do not get me wrong, man. What's this team's record at home this year? It's fucking 13-4-0. Arizona's been better at home than it happened on the road here. Um. But you know what? Like, I feel like the Coyotes are playing significantly closer hockey to the Avalanche than the plus eight one eighty five shows. So maybe it's just a value play. Obviously, you guys know I'm a little bit biased when it comes to the Yotes this year. Yes, I'm in on the Yotes. But uh, yeah, I can see them coming out here. I can see them putting the biscuit in the basket a little bit. Gorgiev has been better lately, but overall in this year so far, his numbers aren't anything to write home about, man. Uh, 3.01 goals against average, a .895 save percentage. Arguably, Connor Ingram's been the better goalie. Don't turn feather me yet when I say that. That's all I'm just going to bring up here. Then uh, whom? Then Gorgiev. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. No yeah, doubt. That's what, sucks. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Exactly, right? So there, there's a little bit to fucking be going on here, man. Uh, I'm going to be all over the Yotes in this game at plus 185, I believe the line is. Um, as far as over-under, I kind of like that overplay. Um, I think we're going to see a battle here. This is going to be a fun game. This is a game that's going to be on my radar here. Um, a funny thing, you know, like division games matter, right? And 5-4-1 for Arizona, 4-5-1 and one for Colorado. Pretty similar. Arizona with a slight edge here. Give me the fucking Yotes. Let's go. I'm all in, plus 185. Um, okay, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We got the San Jose. San Jose. Sharks against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver here. San Jose on the money line at plus 245. Vancouver on the money line at minus 305. Canucks on the puck line at minus 1.5 is at minus 120. Over-under is at 6.5. Both over-under playing off minus 110. Uh, Mr. Ryan Gilbert, I'm going to toss this game over your way. What is your insight into the Canucks versus the Sharks here in Vancouver? Uh, I like yeah. I like it. You sent it to him. I was totally expecting. Uh, uh, I, I, I was I was <laughs> as well. Um, how many? Okay, no. Let's figure this out here, Joel. How many games have I passed to you so far today? Two. Zero. I gave you Colorado and I gave you New York. I believe, Ryan. How many have I gave to you? Probably just one, two, two or three. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Flyers. No, you're wrong. One. The Flyers aren't even playing. The Flyers don't play. That's true. You gave me exactly. You gave me a, 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 I gave you one, and this is the second. Like I always do. Uh, I give right. you two. So give me all that bullshit, all you want. Again, the analytics show that the eye test is right. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. I, like I came into the show wanted to take the Canucks here, maybe a puck line. I, I put a team total there in in one of my one of my end of show plays, but. The more I look at this line, the more I want to take the Sharks at plus two forty-five or better, especially if this line continues to move. Um, I don't know. I just don't think that the Canucks—they're in a bad spot here, coming home from a four-game road trip. Um, it's going to be the last game for the holiday breaks. So we're not sure exactly how like set in they're going to be. They got outshot thirty-six twenty in Dallas in an overtime loss. San Jose though has come back down to earth. Four straight losses haven't been close. They've been outscored sixteen to. Uh, five in those four games, but yeah, I don't have a strong play. Lean to the Sharks here, but maybe just maybe just an overplay. Sharks can score. We they've showed that in their wins a few weeks ago. Vancouver can obviously score as well. So lean to the Sharks. Lean to the over in this one. Weird schedule spot for the Sharks. Uh, 
they play the game at home against the Coyotes, then they, they fly up to Vancouver, and then they have to fly back down for, for the Christmas break. I don't quite get that, but I don't know if that means anything with the, the Canucks coming back from their long road trip, which was a very successful one, six out of eight points against some tough teams as well, other than the Blackhawks. Um, but yeah, the line is, is is where it should be at. If anything, you want to take the uh, under six and a half. Um, Canucks, you know, their the shooting percentage is unreal, but I, I I expect that their goaltending is more legit than, than the shooting percentage. It's like all their best players are shooting like 20, 25%, which is, is incredibly unsustainable. But uh, the, the goaltending, I think, is a little bit a little bit more sustainable. So under six and a half here with the Sharks uh, suddenly starting to score again. They are who we thought they were. And yeah, under six and a half would be the, the look in this one. Let's go. Let's fucking go Canucks. They are who they thought we were. I love that. That's a good throwback. Uh, yeah, I'm exactly with you. Um, I'm kind of my favorite play in this game would have to be the under six and a half and minus one ten here. Um, I don't really have the sharp scoring many goals in this game as well. When it comes to uh, to Vancouver, they're not really like. I don't know what it's like. I watched this team a little bit. They're not going to get like fucking like 32 shots a game or 35, 36 shots a game, even against kind of a shittier team. I don't want to say they play down to their opponent, but they're a little bit more conservative when they're playing against a shittier team. I don't know if that's the right thing to say. I'm sure some Canucks fans would be like, no, what the fuck are you talking about here? Um, so as far as the over goes, I think it kind of takes that off the table. So give me the under here. Uh, with that being said, I would be looking towards the San Jose Sharks team total under the number here. Um, whether it's Thatcher Demko or Casey DeSmith in net, I believe that either of those two can shut the door a little bit here. And just from a talent point of view, I believe that the Canucks will have the puck much more than we see from the Sharks here. So, um, yeah, that's my leans towards this game. Um, okay, moving towards the 10 p.m. time slot here. Last game on the docket. We have the Calgary Flames against the LA Kings here. LA on the money line sitting at minus 162. Uh, Flames. On the money line at plus 136. Oh, my God. Died. Over-unders at 6. over sitting at minus 105. The under minus 115 here. This used to be a marquee matchup. Because this is when we used to have the Matthew Gachok versus Drew Jowdy feud. This is a game that all hockey fans would be circling on their calendar. Unfortunately, that's not the case here. Um, and this is a time where we have one team that is playing a hell of a lot better than the other. Not to shit on the Flames lately because they have been battling back a little bit. They're currently playing around 500 hockey, record of 14, 14, and 5. Uh, but the Kings are fucking sick, dude. They're the much better team. The Count Talbot gets the snot here. You have to bet the Kings. Um, he has a fucking 2.02 goals against average, a .926 percentage. This guy's a stud. Uh, this is an L.A. team that at home hasn't been... I don't want to say bad, but like five, six, and three. Yeah, I guess that is kind of bad. Their road record is where they've been absolutely fucking lights out. So there's something to say for that here. Um, but what do I always say, baby? Division games matter. Kings are four, one, and one here. Uh, the Flames are five, two, and one, which is still pretty adequate. But uh, yeah, I'm going to be all over the Kings in this game at minus 162. As far as over under goals, I mean, towards the under here, man. We know what Marsham can do on a good night. Hopefully he brings that to the table. And then with the Talbot and that, I will lean towards the under six minus 115. This is going to be a good game. And this is a good matchup game, not only for LA, but like looking for a fucking Calgary point of view. Let's show that we're fucking like 
Let's show that we're contenders here. Let's show that we can make the playoffs. Because I tell you what, there was a lot of people, including myself, coming into the season that said that this team didn't have a fucking chance. They're going to be an absolute shambles. Guys are demanding out. Well, guess what? You're right fucking there in the mix, man. This is a big game for the Flames here. With that being said, I'm still kind of leaning on the Kings. Yeah, I think the under there is a great play. It should be a goalie game there with uh, Markstrom versus Talbot. Markstrom's been great since coming back from his, uh, his I think, he had a broken finger or something. He's only allowed one goal in total, and it's been his two starts against Florida and the Ducks. So, so love the under there. And I want to talk myself here into the Flames plus 136. I th- just think this line is too high for the Kings. They've lost their last two games at home, 2-1 to Seattle. It was a back-to-back and a 5-2 to Winnipeg there. Uh, I think Calgary is locked in here. They want to make that playoff push. Um, so a lean to the Flames, plus 136. And a strong play on the under six at minus 115. Right. Don't have uh, much of a feel for the for the side here. Lean to the Kings, though. Uh, I think that they are, you know, the, the, the home team. I've, uh, looking ahead to, the, to this slate here, I think that they, there's a bit of a narrative for the, the, the home teams. You know, they'll be... They'll be close to their families, so they don't have to go anywhere. The, the way teams, they come into town, and they have to go back home. Like, uh, it, it's They just want to get the game over with and get on with the Christmas break, whereas the home teams, they're already at home. They're relaxing, whatever. So I've kind of built that into uh, why I've, I've generally picked home teams here. And uh, that does have the same, thing, same kind of thing with the Kings here. It's just uh, minus 162 is a little too high. If you could find a minus 150 out there, there are minus 150s out there. That's the way I'd be looking. Uh, but I also like the under six, minus 115. Two, two goalies who are at the top of their game right now. Markstrom, come back strong. You know, usually when uh, you see a goalie miss a couple of weeks, they they, they kind of falter when they get back. But not, not Markstrom. He's, he's coming back uh, firing. Uh, it looks as good as ever. So under six, minus 115. Uh, Flames, Kings both typically play a more defensive game. So, yeah, under six and uh, lean to the Kings as well. Oh, God. final final pick home home goal salami tomorrow. Let's let's lean into this narrative. Of, love it. Uh, let's go, cool, Julie. Uh, I love the family, the family salami. You the think it's you, you don't think it's like a, a Black Friday type thing where like the Black Friday nope, home, that's Tuesday. It's opposite. Look for that on Tuesday on way goals on Tuesday because they they'll be all be fat and happy. You know, the, the, the home teams so they're, they're 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 just chilling, but then the way teams come in on a business trip and then they just like crush their spirit. But right now, I think that the the home teams are the play. Didn't we used to say there was goals on Saturdays? Or was that goals Sunday? on Sunday? Sunday. There's no game. No, no games sun, on Sunday. No Sundays. So no goals on, on the Sunday. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Consensus plays here, Mister Gilbert. What do we um, have? We have the Panthers minus one twenty-two. Uh, who are they playing? They are playing Knights. the Golden Knights at home in that Stanley Cup revenge game. Uh, the Devils minus one seventy-five at home against the Red Wings. Red Wings on a back-to-back. Also like the over six and a half at minus one thirty. There, uh, we like the Wild minus one hundred five at home against the Bruins. Bruins on a back to back. We could look stupid Not, or geniuses in that play. That'll... I mean, yeah, as, as for as much as we should talk yeah. the Wild preseason there. Um, Penguins minus one hundred eight or, or wait on that one. Joel said they're on the road against the Senators with Dumas uh, being fired after the year. Yeah, uh, potentially yes. <laughs> Replaced by Mario Lemieux. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Coyotes, uh, Avalanche, over six and a half there. Um, that is paying off minus 112. And then the Flames, Kings, under six at minus 115. I said Tuesday for the away goals, but actually uh, the games resume on the 27th on the Wednesday, of course. I thought okay. the Tuesday was the 27th. Are you, sh- 
Okay. Tuesday is for the World Juniors, baby. Let's fucking right it is. You're fucking goddamn pity, motherfucking right. You're banging titties. That's how right you are. Hell yeah. Uh, All right. We're moving here to our lock dogs and totals here. I don't even want to read these stats because this has got grip. Uh, Is Ryan catching up? Ryan, will you read the stats from this one? Because I don't want to do it. I'm in last place. I am 21 and 36 at negative 19.51 units. Uh, Talon is 20. You got to go fast. It makes us negative 17.67 units. It Joel makes us we're bad. We seem better. Joel, Joel, oh, Joel Meyer, man. Joel Meyer is 29, 29 wins, 27 <laughs> losses, one draw for plus 2.64 units coming off a 3-0-0 perfect show. Mr. Meyer, kick us off here for the final slate before the holiday break. You know, I don't like being up plus 2.64 with the 29-27. That means that I'm winning my locks more than anything. And that that that's that shows that there could be some regression coming. Um, maybe more of my totals than, than my locks. <laughs> but, I'll, you know, I, if I'm picking the best bet to win and they, they keep winning, maybe I'm just good at picking the best bets. So whatever, we'll keep it rolling. We're going to go back to fade in the Knights. Uh, worked for us last show. I think it'll work again for this one. Florida Panthers, minus 122 at home against the Knights. Knights have zero goal thinning. They're really struggling. They can still score, but they can't defend. And the Panthers, I think, are, are due for a really positive performance, uh, a really breakout game the way that they've been playing lately. Um, yeah, they just haven't been able to finish. And I think that that can happen against a shitty goaltender. And my dog, Predators money line, plus 114. Against the Dallas Stars, another away team coming into town. They just want to get back to their their homes and uh, and then party. And speaking of partying, they probably party last night or, or tonight rather, if you're listening live, and um, in Nash Vegas, that is what we're calling it now. Fuck the haters, fuck Dilly. Um, and yeah, it's an early game, so hangovers mean more when it's uh, two o'clock as opposed to you know six o'clock. And uh, the total wings devils over six and a half minus one thirty. <laughs> I this should be my lock. I mean, I love this bet so much. Uh, the Red Wings are they can score, they can't defend, they can't goal ten. It's a theme of the night. And the Devils, meanwhile, same thing, same thing. Uh, they can score, they they just can't play defense. So I love the over six and a half in this one. Uh, I think this should be a seven, and it will be a seven. I think tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I just it's just a quick research there, Joel. You're actually uh, twelve and seven on your on your locks this season. So I'm not sure what what is uh what, what's ha- what's weighing you down there. Um, is, for myself, is dirty this... one plus one hundred dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. That's oh, true. Hey, Ryan's catching up to you. You can't say shit. <laughs> I know. No, he's not catching up. I'm falling down. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my lock is the Devils, minus 175 at home against the Red Wings, uh, minus 175. As I said, I think that'll go uh, much higher, uh, closer to puck drop there. Uh, Red Wings on a back-to-back. They did not look good in the second half of the game here against the Flyers. And just a, a bad spot for them, a, a home game, and then having to travel to, to, to New Jersey after that. No one wants to be in New Jersey for the holidays. So, uh, my dog, uh, I, I, I thought about doing the Blue Jackets on the reverse puck line, but I'm just doing the Blue Jackets team total over three and a half plus 160 against the Leafs. I believe I counted up the Leafs have allowed four or more goals in 14 of their 30 games. So, almost half of the games there in the Blue Jackets, and they can score a little bit. And my total is the Flames Kings under six minus one fifteen. Should be a goalie game, and both teams are in the top five in terms of expected goals against per sixty in the uh, last ten games. All right, Talon, Godspeed. 
Here we go. Oh, oh, Jeepers Creepers. For my lock, give me that Tampa Bay Lightning against the Washington Capitals minus 142. I believe Tampa Bay is the much better team here. They have a shit record on the road, and Washington has a better record at home. But uh, sometimes you just got to think that the better team's going to win, and shit has to get together here. Tampa Bay wants to be a contender. They want to end uh, this little break here uh, going in on a hot streak off a big win. So give me the bolts for my dog. Arizona Coyotes plus 185. Big dogs. That's the big dog. That's the big Sounds like an old dog. Versus <laughs> 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 Colorado here. I think they have a chance to go in here and win this game. They have better goaltending. Obviously, Nate McKinnon, and maybe there's more upside when he comes from a talent board in Colorado here. But hey, man, this central division has been very interesting this year. So give me the Yotes. Uh, and then for the total, San Jose Sharks, Vancouver Canucks, under five and a half minus 110. The more I look at this pick, the more I fucking Six hate this pick. I hate this pick so much. I wish I changed it. Oh my God. But you know what? When I watch Vancouver games, they don't get a lot of chances. But somehow at the end of the game, they got five fucking goals. So I don't know what I'm doing here, bro. This is a heartbreaker. But you know what? Fuck it. Mackenzie Blackwood. Let's go, baby. Mackenzie Blackwood. How do you fuck a Canuck? You you use your black piece of wood, all right? That's what you do. So I'm going to hope that this goes under towards this one. Maybe we'll get like a 3-1 final here, or 4-1. Hell, I'd take a 5-1 final. I don't give a fuck. Just for the love of God, keep this number under 7. So let's fucking go. I really need it. Jesus Christ. Shout out my boy Doggy in the chat that was saying, let's pick a three-pack of winners here. We're going to fucking do it, Doggy. Let's fucking go. You and me together, baby. These are the plays here. Let's fucking go. I love it. All right, boys. Anything else you want to add here? Let's wrap this bad boy up. No? Oh, yeah. Just make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gamer Podcast on Apple or Spotify. Um, if you're watching us live on YouTube, uh, make sure you are subscribed now to the podcast. Uh, just search for the Hockey Gamer Podcast on YouTube. Go on live there. Get involved in the chat. Always a good time there in the YouTube chat. Uh, also, always a good time in the Discord. You can go to sg.pn slash Discord. That support system in there. Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And just a uh, happy holidays to everybody out there. We appreciate you guys listening and, you know, I'm not we sure do. why you guys yeah. you guys do, but it, it's much appreciated that you guys uh, listen to our our banter and our, our our hot takes. We have a lot of fun between the three of us, but it's always a lot of fun when we got people engaged, man. And there's always Sharky and Dilly in the chat. You know, it's good to see Matty Ice in there, fucking Doggy, a couple other people. It's always awesome to have people in here, man. So we we do appreciate it. It makes it more fun for us too when people are in there having a good time. So hell yeah, a lot of appreciation for that. Um, all right, let's right. I'll, I will say though, too. Um, so we'll probably be taking the next what, like maybe a couple days off for Christmas or so. Um, maybe what we'll do is we can, if we have any junior picks, maybe we'll rendezvous and we'll post them on Twitter or something. Obviously, they'll be in the Discord too, but we'll we'll converse and we'll get those posted on the Twitter uh, from a daily basis. It'll be nice and simple, nice and easy. So, uh, uh, keep an eye out for that for World Juniors until we are recording again, probably after Christmas. But fuck yeah, let's fucking go, baby. Um, all right, everybody go check out the SJPN website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, we got hockey, massive slate tomorrow before the shutdown, uh, college football. We got NFL. We got fucking NBA 
baseball news stuff is always going on. Apparently, I guess the Dodgers just signed everybody. They might even fucking sign. I don't even know. They might even sign William Nylander next year. William yeah. Nylander to the Dodgers. Who knows? $11 million <laughs> a year. Let's go. Uh, he's not Japanese. <laughs> yeah, he's not, though. <laughs> William Nylander. <laughs> yeah, that's not more British than that. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, whatever. Who fucking gives a fucking shit, bro? All right. Shout out to all you guys, all the other sports. Uh, be sure to check out the website, listen to the other shows. Check it. Uh, shout out MMA podcast by boy Jeff Fox. Uh, check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. Uh, fantasy hockey is still, we're in the fucking middle of the season, man. Fantasy football is winding down. This should be prime focus for fantasy hockey. And there's no better place to check out than our boy. Brian Gilbert pumping out his weekly articles. You can find that at the SGPM website. If you're not checking in on that, then you're missing up. And it uh, looks like Miss M's looking at Mr. Gilbert's articles as well. Ooh, spicy. A little spicy meatball there. Um, all right. So uh, shout out as well. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, you're not fucking making money. Hell yeah. Shout out to everybody in there. I'm sure everybody in there is having a good time. That's all that fucking matters here. Uh, if you want to get the Discord, reach out to myself or Mr. Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction. Uh, or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account, uh, our social media assistant producer. He's a fucking dog. He'll get you in there. He'll, he'll get you going wherever you need to do. That's fucking awesome. Uh, or what you can do, this might come out of left field here, all right? Go to the Vancouver Mall, all right? And you know how they used to do it? They had the, your mall Santa's. I got a little feeling here, and he's not telling us it. I got a feeling Joel Meyer might be a mall Santa. I think he might like bust out the beard and the big suit. He's got mall Santa as a little part-time gig in the winter written all over him here. So if you go to your mall in the BC area, more specifically located towards Vancouver, go up to every Santa Claus that you see there and just walk up to the Santa and be like, hey, how do I get into the Discord? And there is like a... Like a Maybe they got 22% chance that that Santa will turn to you and he'll pull out a can of PDR and he'll be like, hey, this is how you did into the Discord, baby. Let's fucking go Colorado. Let's fucking go Vancouver. So you never know. If you're in the BC area, ask your mall Santas how to get in the Discord. Chances are one of them might be Joel Meyer. You know what? I could pass as a kind of uh, young Billy You'd Bob Thornton. Yeah, a bad Santa. Exactly. Bad we just got to get awesome, you a little. Awesome. Yeah, awesome, hilarious movie. I was about to say we gotta get I, you like a midget. But I don't know if we can say that a little person. We gotta oh, get you a little, little person. Well, I did. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, make I sure you. you. Yeah, make sure you get in the Discord. All right, you I can't mean... be the midget. You can't be the midget, Gilbert. No, I, I can't. Maybe he's the, uh, the Lord of the Rings elf. <laughs> Your left knee could be the midget. Uh, that could yeah. be Gimli. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, make sure you get get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. You know, th- that's where we're all going to be posting our, our well, juniors plays. But yeah, we're probably not going to be back to you guys until after the, the break, probably back for the uh, the big slate on that Wednesday or Thursday, whatever it was. So yeah, get in the Discord. Going to be throwing out plays in there. Going to be throwing out probably some futures in there as well. So this now is the best time to get in there and to make sure you're always uh, subscribed to the podcast or listen to your podcast, especially on YouTube. Hell yeah, baby. Um, all right, that uh, I uh, fuck. I gotta say one thing here when I was doing my junior drive or my deep junior dive here, I found some 11 year old Japanese kid oh, that is so oh, fucking oh, sick at hockey. No, but no, I'm dead serious. He's got a YouTube account, it's called Tora Toro Hockey T O R A T A R O. This kid's 11 years old, and he's those phenoms never pan out. 
No, no, dude, this guy's going backhand, Chad. He's got the fucking hands. I know what you're saying. Obviously, it doesn't always happen here, but this kid is a fucking stud, dude. So that's all I'm going to say. Um, all right, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me here uh, at Talon underscore Jenkins 94 on Twitter. I'm sorry. I'm looking at this shit on my phone. My bad. Um, one thing I will say, Cameron Dicker for the fucking Pro Bowl, baby. If you're not voting a number 11 to catch or number 11 for the Chargers here to be the kicker in the Pro Bowl, you're a fucking lights out loser. One thing I will say, Jim Harbaugh, next coach of the LA Chargers. Fuck you, Belichick. Give me Harbaugh. Let's go. Former quarterback for this fucking team. Let's fucking go, baby. Harbaugh for coach. Harbaugh for coach. You can't fucking suspend me in the NCAA if we're in the NFL, baby. So let's fucking go. Him and Justin Herbert. Throwing fucking bombs to Keenan Allen. Or Keenan Allen. Get that fucking bomb off the Eckler out of here, you miserable piece of fucking shit. We got Rashad Slater. We got Zion Johnson. Let's fucking go. Harbaugh for coach. Harbaugh for coach. We're going to beat everybody except whatever. Let's go. Fuck the Chiefs. Let's go Chargers. Jim Harbaugh. Just fucking Harbaugh. Woo, baby. Woo. It's Cameron Decker for Pro Bowl. I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. God rest ye merry gentlemen. Let nothing you display. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Satan's power, we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and comfort joy. And joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Merry Christmas, you fucking DJs. Merry Christmas, you motherfuckers. Let's go. I hope you guys all have a great time. Yeah, yeah you like that? <laughs> all right, everybody. What, what are we going to say? You know, I bought my girlfriend a Kwanzaa card for Christmas. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Hey.